What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. Today, I have my good friend, Valentina Brega, on the show. She used to work with me at Blackjack Real Estate. I think we were her first employer before she came to, right, like right after she came to the US from Moldova. She was amazing in my company, moved up in the ranks really fast, and then started her own company called Hire Train VA. And today, we're talking about everything VAs, where you can find one, why you need one, uh, what kind of tasks you can delegate to them, um, how you hold them accountable, everything. She's a wealth of knowledge, absolutely incredible. You can't miss this show. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity, and that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody, I have an amazing show for you today, like always, but today is even better because I have one of my best friends on the show, somebody who I've known for many years now, has done amazing work inside my company, is now do, uh, doing amazing work for her company and a lot of you that are out there that are, are using her to hire and train and place VAs for you. Uh, but today I have my friend Valentina Brega on the show. Val, how are you? Hey, Bill. So good to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm awesome. For sure. You know, I was just, I, we did a uh, masterclass last night and it was a three hour long masterclass. And I was actually talking about you because um, we were talking about, oh no, no, no. It was in a, a consulting uh, call that I was doing. They were, uh, we were talking about core values in our profit mm -hmm. pilots uh, call. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mentioned you because I said, when you applied for the job with us at Blackjack, I, we asked what you're reading right now. And it was traction. And I was like, holy crap, like it's a perfect core value question of like, what are you reading right now? What courses are you mm -hmm. taking? What events do you, are you going to? Those kind of things. And I never thought that, I think you were like trying to get a job at a bank or something and, and just come to the US. And so maybe you can tell everybody your story a little bit because I think it's fascinating. And um, obviously I can, we can talk a little bit about uh, our connection yeah. and how we got to know each other. I can also tell you why I was reading Traction because I'm not sure I even shared the why behind it. But uh, yes, I moved to the United States in 2018. Um, so for those for those who are listening who don't know my story, we, uh, we I was born and raised in Moldova. I uh, and then when my daughter was born, we moved to Sweden. Actually, she was born in Sweden. And then while we were in Sweden, we found out that hey, surprise, we won the green card lottery, which is so cool. We've been applying ever since I turned 18. Every single year I applied for the diversity visa. That's what it's called. And every single year it was rejection. It's like rejection, rejection, rejection. Um, you know, I was like, but you know, I I, I thrive from no. I was like, you know, I, I'm I'm just gonna continue doing this. I'm gonna continue doing this and I'm not gonna give up. So that one year when my daughter was born, we found out that hey, we won the green car lottery. So my husband and I sat down and we we're thinking, what do we do now? Do we stay in Sweden? Because we we just settled in Sweden. You know, we, we just, I just started getting a job. My daughter was two months old at the time. Uh, I was taking Swedish lessons. Uh, you know, I started to understand the whole process, the whole culture, everything. And my, we decided, you know what, let's go to the States and, and give it a try. I mean, if we don't like it, we can always come back. We know what we can have in Europe, but let's go in one year, really give it a try, give it our best and do everything we can to, to be successful there. And Worst case, like we're gonna come back. And here we are five years later, and I can't believe what an amazing journey it has been. It, it's been so transformative for my professional life, for my personal life. The growth that I had in these five years, 
I don't think I would have had it anywhere else. And that's, a, a, you know, that's a lot of that thanks to the people I met. So thanks to you, thanks to having this job with Blackjack Real Estate, the network that I'm in is just, I am forever grateful for, for this opportunity. Really, it's like, I'm going to tear up. I'm just so, so happy. And now we've been five years here in the States. This year, we're eligible to apply for citizenship. Uh, my second daughter was born here earlier this year. So it's just, we're having a good life, you know. Um, but yeah, the the reason I started reading Traction is so when I kept when I came to the States, uh, it was probably one of the most stressful periods in our lives because we didn't know. I've been to the States before, but there was always a system that took care of us. You know, I I went I came here to college, so I knew where I was gonna stay. I know I knew everything. But when we came here, when we immigrated. Uh, we didn't have a car we didn't have a place to stay my daughter was one year old at the time it was just um you know so i was applying to jobs everywhere but because i needed a car uh nothing was within walking distance uh there was a walmart walking distance and target and then inside target there was a starbucks and inside walmart there was a subway and i said great these are four possible options for me to work that's good we can make it work right we said we gave ourselves one year it's like one year i'm gonna work at subway i'm gonna work at walmart i'll do whatever you know but uh we're gonna give our best so then when i found this opportunity to work for you work from home answer phone calls and just like i I didn't think I would be accepted to to work for for your company. And my goal was to apply to jobs, three jobs every single day. That was my goal. No matter what, every single day I'm applying to three jobs. And I remember the tab for Blackjack Real Estate stayed open for probably about a week. And I just couldn't bring myself to apply there because I was like, well, no one's going to take me. I don't have any experience in real estate. Uh, you know, I'm just probably not, it's probably not going to be a good fit. But then it's like, you know what, let me just, I, I ran out of jobs to apply. So I was like, I need to apply to three jobs. So I'm just going to go ahead and apply. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? They're going to say no. And to my surprise, I was invited to an interview and I had the interview with Nate. And after that interview, I knew that I, I rejected all the other jobs because other, other companies wanted to employ me as well. And I just rejected everyone because I love that interview. And the focus was on core values. And like what you said, well, because I was reading Traction, I felt it was, we were so in sync and we were speaking the same language. And I said, that's it. That's the company I want to work for. That's it. I'm not, I'm not going to apply anywhere. I hope they take me that, you know, I found it. So I've been uh, uh, very, very happy ever since. Uh, and the reason I was working, I was reading Traction is because when I was back home in my home country, I had a business myself and it, it, it was okay, but it could have been a lot better. Okay. And I think that's why what I'm doing right now with hiring, with delegation, everything just kind of stems from my previous experience. And I, I always had this in mind. What else could I have done better? How else could I have saved my business? What else could I have, you know, what else I didn't know that I wish I knew. So when I found this book traction, I really liked it because it shows how to organize the, the, the business, uh, having, having, uh, you know, how to put the right people in the right seat, what to pay attention to, how to conduct meetings, all of that. And as I was reading this book, I was thinking about what I could have done in my previous business. And I didn't even think of having my own business at, you know, maybe at some point, but not, not in the immediate future. But that's why I was reading the book traction when you were, um, when I was interviewing with you kind of a long intro, but Hey, I have a long story, so. <laughs> no, it's great. I think That's that a lot of people are going to uh, are going to relate to some of the areas. Uh, maybe not like walking to Walmart and Target and Starbucks and Subway and things yeah. like that. Because I mean, in Europe, everybody walks everywhere, right? Nobody has a car. 
So yeah. Yeah. everything's everything's there. And, but here in the U.S., if you don't have a car, like you can't even do anything. Mm -hmm. I can't go from my house to the, the grocery store. No way without a car, right? So it's totally different uh, structure. You, it was funny. I remember the other side of that is Nate calls me up and he's like, "Hey, I just interviewed this girl. I think she's perfect, but." She's got an accent. So, and we're in Pensacola, we're in the South. People have like a Southern accent. Is, and so that was something that I was like always looking for for our phone people. He's like, but dude, I'm telling you right now, like she's going to be a rock star. She's going to be a superstar. If you can just like, just trust me here and don't veto her because she has an accent, she's going to do really awesome. And uh, for those of you listening, Val came in as a, a lead intake person. So like somebody answering the phone, mm -hmm. uh, lead intake manager, and then she became the lead manager, like the manager of the people that were answering the phone mm -hmm. over time. And then pretty much came in and started like handling, helping with operations and like everything inside the company. She was just like total, like a Renaissance woman could handle and do <laughs> everything. It was absolutely incredible. And then over time, she kind of like outgrew our plan and what we were doing and went on her own and started this company, Hire Train VA. So that's what we're going to talk about today. But it's really cool. What I love about the relationship that we have and honestly, the relationship I have with a lot of people. So like Chad King was our sales director, sales person for a while, then sales manager, and then kind of like moved out to do his own sales stuff. Now we're partners in multifamily things. Mm -hmm. and, and with Nate, him and I, he made the COO of the Blackjack Real Estate. And now we're partners in another company. And uh, just like Andre, your husband, who was, uh, came in on the video team at Seven Figure Flipping, now doing his own thing. It's I just love the fact that our people, Ryan Smith is another great example. He was working with us at Blackjack Real Estate and now is running his own company called Leadsmith and doing like, you know, targeted niche type lists for people and uh, is just an amazing marketer. It's just really cool to see where all the people, like we had this like little incubator and now they've yeah. all grown and are running their own businesses all over but the cool thing about that is I see it a lot with people are like growing leaders and the leaders are leaving. What I love about our relationships with all those people I just mentioned is, and Dee Dee Huey's another one. Dee Dee came and she was my first ever employee and she started a bookkeeping business with her best friend and left Blackjack. It's just like, I can still talk to you guys. Like I can, we, we are still connected. We're still close and we're cheering each other on and we're helping each other grow. Like we're yeah. all still connected. And I think that I don't see that a lot. And so that is why like the core values that we talk about all the time are so important to find in the beginning because you find the right people and you build them up, but you're not mad when they leave. You're not like, like casting them out and saying, good luck. Like I'm going to run you over. Like, I hope you make it. It's tough out there. It's the fact that we're cheering each other on and we want each other to win. Like I want your company to be bigger than my company. Like, I want to figure mm -hmm. out how to help you grow. I want to figure out how to do that. So I just love the fact that we're all still connected. Um, we don't all necessarily like live close together and see each other all the time, but we're all still like, you're coming to Flip Hacking Live. You're still speaking there. You know, Ryan was an eight-figure entrepreneur for years. Um, Chad and I are still doing deals together. Nate and I are still doing deals together. Didi, we came into the runway program for a while. We still would, I, if I could talk to her on the phone, it would be like, we just like never left. It's just really yeah. cool. So that's, I think that's the sign of, of a great organization and great people coming together. And then the key for me, what I realized in this, and I think a lot of people listening, if you wanna keep really great people like Didi, like Chad, like Nate, like Ryan Smith and like Val, you've gotta build the umbrella of the company bigger than they can see their own company in the future. So if I built a vision that was so big that Val could see herself fitting in it, she mm -hmm. may not have left. So that's the key. And that's the big takeaway for me is, and sometimes 
that's not the plan of the visionary and the person who's running the company. And that's okay. Like, and if, when your people stay close, you know, you did a good job. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. You ready to move I on to VAs? I am. And before, yeah, you mentioned Flip Hacking Live. I can't wait. It's what, in, in a couple of weeks, in, in six, seven yes, weeks, something like that. Yes. And I have a lot of work it's, to do. I have a lot oh, of work I to bet. do. Thank you for reminding me. But yeah, um, yeah go to fliphackinglive.com right now. You can grab a ticket. Um, I highly encourage you to do that. I'm bringing a lot of the speakers on right now to talk on the podcast, on the show, what we're going to be talking about and things like that. And, and Val's specialty is in virtual assistance. She has, mm -hmm. she has made it like in the beginning, I, I'm interested to hear your story about higher training VA, but in the beginning, I know it was a lot of like, you were, um, you were doing a lot of these roles. And then I, I remember you saying like, Hey, there's a lot of people in Moldova that would be great at this, that need jobs. And you started going there. And then it looks like you just branched out like crazy. And I've seen the site now and everything you're doing. It's really incredible. So maybe you tell Thank a story you. about that for a few minutes. And then we can talk about how, like how you can help the people that are listening with like working with VAs, hiring VAs, training VAs, what they can do for them, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So let me just say that one thing. I didn't know about the possibility of working as a VA being from in, in my country. If I had known this, I I would have taken advantage of this way, you know. I mean, you know, you hire VAs from the Philippines. That's probably the most popular uh, country you can hire VAs from. But in my country, this is not a well-known thing, you know, and there are a lot of talented people. There are so, so many talented people who, who wish they had this opportunity. So I want to, I, I kind of want to make it my mission to, to bring this opportunity to them because I was in that position because my life would have been easier because I could have stayed home with my kids working, um, you know, usually our time that would be 4 PM until 1 AM in the morning. It's not too crazy. You know, that gives me a lot of time to do my, um, run some errands in the morning. So this is so perfect. And, and getting exposure to the U.S. market, um, expand your horizons, uh, understand what it's like. It's so different working on the U.S. market than working working in my home country. So just just have that exposure. This is like it, it's it's great for your personal growth as well. So this is how I, I started. Um, you know, a lot of because of my results that I had at Blackjack Real Estate, a lot of people approached me and said, "Hey, can you do the same thing?" for my team that you do that you're doing for bill can you train my team on everything that i know you know and i said well i could probably train your team on on everything i know but i could probably just it would be easier for me to find another one like me another person like me if i could do it without any experience in real estate uh, i'm just looking for the right person with the right personality and then i can give you your own dedicated person and i can train them i can show them everything that i know but they will be loyal and dedicated to you so that's kind of how it started i didn't think you would grow to where it is right now but right now we we work with hundreds of companies we, we, we i have a team of seven vas working for me in my company right now i have video editors i have people who completely take take care of my whole operations it's amazing how much we've grown in in a relatively short amount of time so this is how it started and my mission is to help entrepreneurs understand that they cannot scale all by themselves like they, they're really are the bottleneck of if their business if they're not growing past that but i'm also Another part of my mission is to help virtual assistants. I want them to have a better life. I want them to have, I want them to be, to have stability, to be able to provide financially for their families. So it's a win-win of both worlds, you know? So, and, and it's interesting because you could get a very good VA for about five, six, $7 an hour, something like that. And a lot of people here in the US are, well, do you really provide a good life for them? And yes, you do. $5 goes a long way somewhere. Even in the country where I was from, I would have been happy to work for $5 
dollars an hour when I was back, you know, back home about five, five, six years ago. I just didn't know about this, you know. So that's why I have so um, my mission is right now to work both with the with the companies and show them what's possible, but also work on the VA side. So I'm, I'm running like two business. I have two target audiences that I have to speak with, but it's fun. I love it. I love what I'm doing and I have a great team. My team is completely made of virtual assistants and I think I'm always going to keep it that way just to prove that it works and to prove that I don't need to hire anyone local uh, to achieve the same amount of results. So my um, my expense is uh, relatively low. I have a, a pretty good net margin uh, on my business and we're I don't feel like we're you know um, I don't think we could have done more if I had hired someone locally. There's talent all over the world and if a job can be done on a computer it can be done from anywhere. So that's kind of how I got started and that's a little bit of like what, what I'm doing at Hire Train VA. I love it. Yeah, so I, I think um, what I look at is you're 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 running your business without sacrificing anything from not hiring local and having people overseas. And you have a passion for it specifically because so some people might say, well, why are you taking all these jobs overseas? Like it would be way better to hire people in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But you're not from the U.S. Like you you have a passion for helping these VAs and also helping the people here in the U.S. It's a win-win. The way I look at it. So I think there's there's multiple ways to look at this and everybody's got their own opinion. But um, if you're if you're like very much, it has to be in the US, I'm only going to hire people in the US, I think you're missing a lot of opportunity and a lot of um, uh, and, and also helping these people like I so I, I spent a lot of time in the Philippines uh, on my deployments. And hmm. like a dollar a day, a dollar a day, not a dollar an hour, people can live for a dollar a day there. Like some of these people are looking for like a dollar or five dollars a day to live, not an hour. It's like it's unbelievable, and you get some amazing. I have a um, a, Filipi a Filipino VA that we hired mm -hmm. in like 2017, who's still mm -hmm. with me today. She does amazing work. She, I mean, I wish I could find thousands just like her to to work inside my company. I probably could if I tried, and uh, <laughs> and, and got some tips from you. And then yeah. so for the people that like a, a good mix, or some people just are all overseas, like. You have a background in that. That's where you came from. You have a passion for helping uh, folks that are in underprivileged, underserved areas that that don't even know that this opportunity is there. Like you said, you have mm -hmm. that avatar, and then you have the avatar here in the U.S., which is primarily U.S.-based businesses that don't know and don't realize that there's an opportunity there, or they think it's too much work, or it's too scary, or they're not going to get good quality. So let's talk to them. Let's talk to those business owners, that avatar, that are listening to this, and say, like, why should they hire a VA? Like, what... What's one of the reasons to, and then potentially um, after that, let's talk to like, what are some roles and what are some great tasks that can be given to a VA on a regular basis? Yeah. So why should they hire a VA? So if, if somebody wants to hire someone locally here in the United States, that's okay as well. We've had, we've definitely had some companies who said, I need someone local. So it's like, okay, no problem. We'll find the right person. We're not, you know, we're looking for certain uh, characteristics for certain personalities. So if you want someone local, uh, we'll find that person too. But we want to give you more options to choose so from. So you guys also right? so hire, hire virtual folks that are uh, based here in the U.S. too. 
on your we do yes okay, we have yeah. fulfilled those positions before yes okay. but most people prefer uh, international virtual assistants because well let's see why they should hire a va let's let's take a, a business owner who's just starting out right and and i remember you mentioned when you hire didi i remember that you had this hesitation like well now i'm gonna have to worry about paying her like what if I, what if i don't succeed what if i can't help her provide for her family right because you're now you're not just responsible for your own family you're responsible for the family of the people you employ Employ, right you got to put foot on their table as well so this is a i think this is a limitation this is what's holding people back because they say i need to grow to a point where i'm able where i can um you know offload it where i can um, hire someone but think about what if you didn't hire didi back then what if you had to be the one uh, taking phone calls would you have scaled just as fast probably not right you, your business needed you to be in a different capacity you needed to be the visionary you needed to know where you can take your company and have someone else take care of the routine task or something that maybe you don't enjoy doing or maybe something that uh, maybe you're great at it but it doesn't mean you have to be doing that position right so i think that's so important so and and you minimize the risk when you hire a virtual assistant because at five dollars an hour let's say you roughly pay about a thousand dollars a month sometimes for for marketing materials you pay way more than this but it 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 gives you that freedom to step out of the routine task and you distance yourself from the business and see it from a different angle because when you're always putting out fires you're not going to be able to you don't have the mental energy and the mental capacity to think about what's next because you're so reactive to what's happening in your business so offload that and the risk is minimal you don't have to have um, any overhead expenses you don't need to provide a, an office you don't need to provide any kind of equipment no no internet no computer like the va comes with all of that the vas is like they are they are prepared to take care of your tasks that's all. So you don't have any kind of, um, you know, you, there's different ways you can structure working with VAs. You can pay per project, you can pay per hour, you can pay per result. Like, you, however you want to, there's, there are ways to minimize your risk and something that you can't really do when working, or maybe it's a little bit tougher to do when, you, when you're employing someone locally. Um, so I think anyone could, could start with a VA, even if you're just starting out, think about this is the task that you're doing right now, is it worth $5 or more? Because if it is, then you need to be offloading that to someone who's gonna do it for, for $5, right? If, if your um, energy is needed elsewhere in the business. And it is, as a business owner, you need to think about marketing, you need to think about um, building relationships, you need to think about visibility, you need to think about getting in leads, but you don't need to be thinking about putting out fires and, and, and answering the phone or organizing the email or, you know, just, just little stuff like that that can easily be outsourced. Yeah, I basically have a, a virtual assistant for my farm. So I have somebody who, she happens to be local in Kentucky. She was our nanny before, but she she manages all the emails. She sends out all the emails to our uh, CSA, our, our box subscription people. She's posting in social media. She's marketing for it. She's doing everything that she can do as long as she, she doesn't have to physically be here. The cool thing about her is she can drive down here to from Kentucky to Tennessee if I need her. Um, but like anything, the, the, the thing that I'll tell people that are listening is, is an exercise that I've always taught people to do is just write down everything that you're doing, write down everything that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. This week, just take out a white sheet of paper, leave it on your desk. And when you're doing something, just write it down, like checking my email, responding to emails, um, you know, posting on social media, uh, you know, doing this project, this project, uh, working on this, sending out marketing, pulling a list to like all these things, just start writing it all down, like responding to sellers, uh, building a follow-up sequence, 
um, whatever it is, returning phone calls, and just say, and then maybe you're driving to Home Depot to pick up something. Maybe you're putting a lockbox on a house. Maybe you're, um, you know, checking the PO box at your, uh, for your, for your mail. Those kind of things. So there's certain things that a VA can do, which is like 90% of what I just said. They cannot drive to Home Depot yes. and pick something up. They cannot drive to put a lockbox on a house. They can't, but they might be able to turn on utilities. They might be able to do all these kind of things, right? That you don't have to be local for. And then you can make a list and say virtual or local, and then put a dollar out next to it. Like what would what would you have to pay somebody to do this task? And mm -hmm. like Val said, if it's five bucks or less, then you could probably hire that out to somebody else. And all that's going to do is free you up to allow you to do higher level tasks that make you more money and increase your dollar per hour. So it's either going to give you mm -hmm. more time off or it's going to give you a higher dollar per hour. So either one is fine. Either one is going to mm -hmm. increase your income. And so, and, and more time off is nice because it increases your freedom, which is what everybody's looking for. So uh, what are some tips for working with the VAs? So like, um, what are some tips that you have once you have a VA with uh, working for them to have like maximum um, efficiency and the best rate? Because a lot of people, what I hear is they're like, I don't even know what to give them. And then like, they're, okay, they're, they're working from like 4 PM to 1 AM, like you said, um, or sometimes it's like Indian VAs or some other people that work on their time versus your time. So mm -hmm. one question is, should they work on my time zone? And then second question is, what are some tips that you have for working with them? I love this question. We can talk about this question alone the whole day. There's so much to uncover here. So I'm just gonna, let's start from the beginning. Uh, what, how to work with VAs. First of all, this is not a hire and forget. This is a person that you want to grow and you want to nurture. It's kind of like you have your own employee. You would have to train them. You have to put into this relationship. So nurture the relationship is the same with a virtual assistant. The most loyal VAs that I've seen are the ones who feel like they belong in a place. And how do you foster that loyalty is um, just from my experience and what I do in my company as well, I don't necessarily offload tasks. I mean, you can, but then you'll also be always be wondering, okay, so you completed this task, what other tasks should I give you? So your, your mind will always be preoccupied with this, okay, what other tasks, what other tasks, what other tasks? Instead, what you wanna do is you wanna delegate responsibilities uh, or, or delegate some roles. So for example, in my company, I have someone, um, when I started the company, I did everything on my own because I wanted to see the whole process and see what needs to be tweaked. But the number one thing I delegated is screening the resumes. So I have a person who is completely in charge, like her responsibility is every time there's a resume coming in, you are screening it. And also she has to be the one placing ads everywhere. So she's, her responsibility is bringing in virtual assistants into our funnel or into our world, right? So when I give her this responsibility, I don't have to create tasks for her. If anything, I'm keeping her accountable to what have you done or how else can you bring me value? And you would be surprised just how much more creative a virtual assistant can get and how much outside the box they can think when you don't dictate them what, what to do. When you have the right person in the right seat, then they will be the ones coming up with ideas. The same thing happened. And then I, the next thing I offloaded was the interviews. Okay, great. So we, we have hundreds of resumes. Uh, our acceptance rate is only 2%. So we only accept 2%, right? So like it would take a lot of my time to only find a couple of good people. Good. Now those good people, they need to be interviewed. I delegated that to someone else. Okay. You're going to be in charge of the interviewing people. And then she said, and it came from her. like, you know what? I know what people are good because I'm, I'm the one interviewing them. I would love to be the one speaking with our potential clients because once I know their needs and I can pair them up with a VA and I don't have to go to you, right? I don't have to, 
she said I, she didn't have to come to me and i love this idea and the way it works right now it's so smooth and it's so just it just it works very very well because she knows what the clients are looking for and she knows what kind of VAs we're having and I just had to delegate the responsibility she's completely in charge of the fulfillment department right now she's hiring people she knows what kind of people she needs um, when she has too much work she already knows the database of the VAs we have so she can reach out to them and like hey I need help come help me right I, and I, I don't have to be involved in this my responsibility right now as a business owner is I'm focused on marketing. I'm focused on bringing value. I'm focused on, you know, just just how do I um, on, on educating potential entrepreneurs on why they need a VA or how to work with a VA or how to manage them and what kind of meetings to have. And I actually have a Facebook uh, group where I just I'm an open book. Just let me know what you need. I'm giving you everything right there. Um, you know, so in one of the topics is how to manage a VA, how to keep them loyal. So all of this, there's so much you can do. So the number one thing is like, don't, it's not hire and forget, don't delegate tasks, delegate responsibilities and make them your people, touch base with them, have weekly meetings. We have, we have how many meetings? So we have a daily huddle with the team and every, every morning I see this on, on our um, communication platform, like, hey, good morning, good morning. So today I'm actually gonna look at this one right here. The person who's in charge of my fulfillment department, every once a week, she has like a, a team building activity, which I think she came up with this idea. It didn't come from me. So she says, um, okay, I'm just scrolling because my team is like talking. So today we are sharing um, great recipes from all over the world, easy recipes to make from anywhere. So I have VAs from India. They shared an awesome recipe. I have VAs from the Philippines who, oh, this pork looks amazing. You know, like, so <laughs> I have uh, VAs from, let's see, the Philippines again, Egypt, that looks awesome. Canada looks amazing. Moldova, you know, so I see like, I don't know if you can tell, but like all of these recipes that my, my team shared, and this is such a bonding experience and it didn't have to come from me. And it's all because I shared like, you are responsible for making sure that the team is cohesive or works well. And um, this is probably one of the best secrets of working with VAs, like they're just people, you know, they're, it's, I don't even know if it's a secret, they're just people. Like how would you, how would you develop this relationship with the people you have in your, in your office? Why, why should it be different than people being overseas? You know, so little things like that make a huge difference. Yeah, so many people are working virtual right now anyway. So you're doing a lot of these things to try to build um, a culture, the um, morale of the team right now. It's the same for VAs. Yeah. And in fact, what I found is most of these virtual assistants from overseas are way more loyal than American employees. Like the woman that we have in the Philippines, like she's been with us since I think it was 2017, 2017, 2018, right around there and insanely loyal like and she works work want us to work really hard and do really well and mm -hmm. um i it's it's usually i find people in the us very distracted they're very uh very much um not focused they're all over the place a little bit not everyone but that's no, kind of the, the theme these days especially on younger folks that are coming in uh, to the workforce always looking for the next best thing instead of how can i get better and better and better and better and grow here so um it was it's very interesting does she have her own kpis like she does you're talking oh, about um, yes the resume woman like is she like have to get a certain number of kpis in or, or a certain number of resumes in per day and a certain number of these things or per week like she's got her own set of kpis right that you're holding her accountable to Yes, every single person in the company, they have a number they need to report. 
every single person. So uh, even if it's resumes, so we're tracking data of like what uh, what country do we see most resumes coming in from? And then out of those resumes, what is the percentage of the acceptance rate? So for example, if, um, um, you know, we, we already identified a couple of countries that it's now worth us going into and, and investing money and looking for people there. So that's her, that's her metric. Uh, what percentage of every country, what is the acceptance rate? Um, if we ever have to replace a VA because, you know, we work with people. So sometimes it happens, even though it's not that often, but sometimes it happens. Where do they come from? Uh, what marketing strategy did we use? What country are they from? Are we seeing a pattern there? So and this is also their responsibility. And at the end of the week on Fridays, I get a complete report of, of every department on how it's how it's going. And I do have a VA in the team who is in charge of, of the whole team, right? The, the team dynamic. So she's co collecting KPIs every day. And then at the end of the week, I just get one comprehensive, like just clear picture, one page, and I need to know exactly what's happening in my company. But yes, every, every single person has, has numbers to report. I love that. Um, great lesson for those of you that are out there, even for local people or VAs. Um, if they, I love the fact that it's not task-based. It's like uh, giving goals to them and project-based mm -hmm. and they have KPIs and they have ongoing things. So they, they know their role, they know their job, they know their purpose and they're out there doing it. So you don't have to babysit them. And I think that's yes. the problem that a lot of people think is, is going to happen. So what are some, there's my, there's probably a lot of people, I mean, this is a little selfish for me, but what could I hire a VA to do? Give me a couple things that you see that some of the most successful entrepreneurs have VAs doing those things for them right now. Yeah, absolutely. So there's nothing wrong with delegating tasks per se, right? Because like, let me just back up a little bit here, because when you're delegating responsibilities, have your VA grow into that, but you can start with one task, two tasks. Don't, don't overwhelm them with too much. And then once they are familiar with your way of working with your company, with who you are and everything, then they, they, they are the ones who want to take more and more. And I think that's very important. So I do have a, a list of a hundred plus tasks you can delegate to a virtual assistant. Um, it's just to act as an inspiration. And then you, will see, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I should probably offload that to a VA. And you can easily download this at hiretrainva.com slash delegate, or we'll probably, I'll share the link with you, Bill, so if you wanna share with the audience as well. Yeah. But let's say, let's say what tasks can you delegate? When people say, when, when I talk to people and they say, I don't know what to delegate uh, to a VA, I always ask them, tell me about your business and tell me about your day. What is it that you're doing? Like what, like what you mentioned, every single day, what tasks are you doing? What are you occupying your day with? And then we do the delegate and elevate exercise. You know, um, I actually had a session on for free on how to how to conduct this exercise. But let's say let's take um, I don't know what kind of what kind of role do you want to take? Let's say cold calling. Let's take yeah. Lead. You know what we should do? I, I think the number one thing is is the entrepreneur is always so jammed up, like the business owner. Like what about like bringing on somebody as an as their entry level assistant they're like i'm not making enough money to have an assistant like okay but if we what if we start there okay. i think that's really good i think there's a, probably most people listening to this could could really good. use a three to five dollar an hour va or even even a little bit more than that to offload some of their admin tasks that they hate good you, you mentioned something here you mentioned i'm not bringing in enough money to hire a va what do you need to do to bring in more money do you need more leads because a va can help with that as well so a VA can help with organizing your um, a couple of tasks, uh, keeping your uh, inbox clean, organizing your calendar. All of this is good, but you need to bring in more money. So if you can do it on your own to bring money, that's fine. But if you need a VA and a lot of the positions, they 
you need to bring in money so when you hire for someone you don't hire it's not an expense it's an investment you don't you don't pay someone five dollars an hour you think about i'm paying someone five dollars an hour what can i get in return what's the roi i'm getting on this investment so let's say you're hiring someone to cold call i mean you would have to call somebody eight hours a day to only get one or two solid leads per day think if you're doing this on your own think of how much more you could do with this time that you're 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 just being yelled at and you're being cussed at and all of this right and but a VA can bring you leads. So that in turn is going to bring you more money, right? So then you can, okay, this, this avenue is working. Let me do more. Let me, you know, let me hire another cold caller. Let me, if this works and it's relatively low risk, but this is what a VA can do. They can do the busy work for you, cold calling. They can take inbound calls. They can follow up with leads. And some of the VAs that we have, they have no accent at all, like zero accent. You know, even some, some companies that we work with and they are hired right away. They the moment they see them, they just hire right away. People who have lived in the United States, who understand the culture, who understand all of this, they can put them on a call. The seller would never know the difference. You know, and even if they do have an accent, like you said, that's my experience. It's a lot of times it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's how you connect with people. It's how you listen to them. And we train the VAs in the position that I did for your company. I trained the VAs on how to how to do that as well. So that's a couple of things they can do. Uh, and then you can look into admin tasks. For admin tasks, they can, let's take real estate, for example, they can build a buyer's a list. They can go to all the Facebook groups and look for people who are interested in buying properties. They can put together a nice list. They can help on the transaction coordinator side. They can gather the documents for the title company. Um, they make sure the documents are all in order. Uh, they can put together emails, like dispositions again, put together emails, send it out to potential buyers, market properties, update the website, even build your website. Uh, what else? Um, so especially now with uh, I've met some VAs who are um, getting familiar with funnels as well. So, you know, everything, writing emails, uh, acting as you in, in everything that you do, what are you doing on a computer? That is something you can offload. And that's just only a few tasks that I mentioned here, but there's so much more blogs, SEO, social media, video editing, posting everywhere on social media. Uh, yeah. The sky's the limit, really. While you were talking, I wrote down some things because I'm raising money for an apartment deal right now. And I wrote down three things. I said, man, a VA could go through my Facebook posts and get yes. all the investor emails off of there. So I made Facebook posts over the last like year and more about who's interested in buying apartments, who's interested in storage units, this kind of things. And people are putting their emails there. And I'm not 100% sure if I've tracked every single one and, and taken it so they could go back through and like just pull all those off and put them on a spreadsheet. Yes. Then my uh, Facebook messages, they can go into my Facebook messages too because people are like messaging me their emails and can just search on there. Um, they can also go into my email and find out all the people yes. that I've sent deals to in the past that it might not be on my investor list and just cross reference that so this is like even so this is just something that i could hire a va to do on a project base and, and just pay them per project so i don't know 100 bucks 200 bucks whatever max and i gotta raise mm -hmm. 1.4 million dollars so mm -hmm. like they, there could be a big whale in there that's like oh yeah i haven't seen this deal it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars that comes in so that's a great a uh, great task um, and yeah. these things just start coming up like throughout the day. They can just be like, oh, what am I doing now? And go out and hire somebody on a project basis just for like a one-time fee uh, to go do some of that stuff. Um, you mentioned right. the accents and things like that. What I thought was really cool is inside your software, they can watch the, um, 
the interview with that VA and then some some potential role playing and things to actually hear their accent, see them and things like that before they hire them. So inside your software, you have like videos and their resumes mm -hmm. and even their personality profiles and things like that, mm -hmm. that people can look at. Can you talk to that a little bit, like how it works to work with you? Yes. So we have a draft board. This is a, a board you can draft VAs from. And we have, uh, let's see, what is that? It has the name of the person, the country they're from, um, the industry they worked in. So for example, we have people who worked in real estate industry or legal industry or medical. So so different different companies that are looking to hire, they know what experience they have. Very quick snapshot of the experience. So they have co-calling experience, admin work, they had sales experience. So like you know exactly what, because we have like a couple, we have about probably... 50 people or so, we, like I said, we only accept 2%. So th this is the, the best of the best people. We put them here on this board. And, and then we, uh, you can see the resume, the personality profile. I think this is so important. And if you're not familiar with this personality um, survey that we're using, you can actually see a description at the bottom. So it kind of tells you a little bit more about that person. And then we have two videos. The one video is the full interview with us. So we go granular into their previous experience, what they did, what metrics they had, how they accomplished, right? We talk about their experience. And the second video, that's very important. If they're applying for cold calling position, I want to know what they would sound like on the phone. I think this is so crucial. And here's another thing. When you work with the VAs, put them to a test. It doesn't have to be perfect or something sophisticated, something as simple as a role play. You know, like, okay, let's pretend I'm the seller. You call me. What kind of questions do you ask me? And that gives us the possibility to see, and we're not being the nicest on the phone, but that gives us the possibility to see how they react being in uncomfortable situations. Because, you know, let's be honest, you got to have a thick skin. Some sellers can be pretty brutal out there so you need to know how to maintain that control and we have had people who impressed us at the interview people who had this awesome resume and this great experience and the moment we role play they they got stuck and they actually discontinued the interview you know they they left the interview so like, okay well i'm glad we you know we didn't move forward because we need somebody who can take the hit um so anything like so it's a it's a great tool for people to, to see the VAs, it's not just finding a VA, you, you have total freedom and total control over your, oh, it's right here. I see here, pulled the list. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Um, if you're watching the video, there's like a, a image right here on screen of the website, what you see, things like that. Really, Yeah. Really and you can also see how much money they want per hour. And you can see here $6, uh, five from six to seven. We never charge anything on top of what the VA wants. So you have total control again over the, the price. You can negotiate with them. We'll let you know. And here's another advantage. If I see somebody that you really like, uh, because we see so many virtual assistants, uh, we say, you know what, this is great, but I think we can find the same same experience for, for less or something more. Let us give you a couple of options. If that's who you like, we're going to give you a couple of options. So you have, um, you, you before you hire someone, you get to see what that person can do. And it's the same for social media. Uh, I want to see some samples. I'm going to give them maybe a, a, a little test. And hey, uh, write the hashtags, write the description, write this. Or video editing, um, I, the portfolio looks awesome, but how about one of my videos? Look, I have this cool this little video. You don't have to edit the whole thing. What a market, I don't care, I'm not gonna use it, but use up to two minutes. What would you do with this video? And then they show me what, what they're doing, so they, how they color graded, how they um, zoom in, zoom out, you know, all of these little things. So uh, when you hire a V, put them to a little test. I love that. All right, we are about out of time, but what oh, I want to do is I want to talk about Flip Hacking Live a little bit. I know we could talk about this all day. I could absolutely talk to you all day, um, but they see more of you at Flip Hacking Live, right? So um, come hang out. I'll be me, there. 
some of your thoughts about Flip Hacking Live. You've spoken there. You've been, you've pretty much spoken like every year for the last like four or five years, I think since yeah. 2019, was 2019 the first year you, mm -hmm. you did? Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. tell, what, what is the event like and why should people come? Oh my gosh, this event is the event of the year. I can't, I can't tell you the energy, the value, the information, the people, what you see is what you get. Everybody is an open book, ask questions, network with like-minded people. There's so, I, I am so inspired. Every time I come, I come home from Flip Hacking Life, I can't wait for the next one. It's, it is absolutely amazing. And, and I love, you know what I love the most about Flip Hacking Life is, I love the part on the stage when when people are, when you award them the seven figure. Um, mm. So that because of them being at the event and, and, and knowing you and, and being with you, then they get to make seven figures in their company. This is probably one of the most rewarding and one of the, the, the best things about this. Like I love seeing other people's success and all because they are in the same same network or networking with the right people and i think this is so important so flip hiking life just that's exactly what it is you get to meet like-minded people who are not afraid to share their success who are very open about what they do how they do it and the information there it's incredible the presentations the speakers it's it's absolutely it's so much valuable i i can't wait i'm counting down the weeks to till i get to the event and i, I want to bring my whole team and it's like it's absolutely amazing everyone should be there and come hang out i'll be there too awesome yeah. well val's gonna be talking about what she does vas give you a ton of value and the the, the presentations are very tactical based presentations people have been sharing their entire system from start to finish, you can implement it right there. It's not like we're gonna hold half of it back and you, it's behind the paywall, things like that. Like maybe some events you've been to in the past or some courses or conferences, or you come here and this one's free and then you buy the next one and then you buy the next one and the next one and the next one. So uh, I'm really excited about it too. It's October 12th, 13th and 14th in San Diego. You can go to fliphackinglive.com and check it out. Um, Val, can you give that um, that download link one more time and then, and then let everybody yes. know how they can find out more about you? Yes. So the link is hiretrainva.com slash delegate. And you can find me on Instagram, Valentina Brega underscore, or even on my Facebook, just my name, Valentina Brega. And um, yeah, all the resources are there. So just find me on Facebook or Instagram and I will have all the other platforms where you can, you can find me easily or even the Facebook group where we can talk a lot of value about hiring VAs, managing them, um, how to scale your business, how to delegate effectively and, and all of that. Today we're talking about KPIs later on. So it's gonna be awesome, how to set KPIs. So it's gonna be a lot of good value. So find me on Instagram or Facebook. Great, we'll link all that stuff in the show notes and uh, come see Val at Flip Hacking Live. Go to fliphackinglive.com and I'll see you guys there. Bye, thanks Val. Thank you, thanks.